When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The Odds Couple, starting your weekend of racing off-right. Picking winners with SEN's best tipsters. Yeah, they're in the house. They're in the house here on The Odds Couple. Saturday morning, welcome to you all. A group one day around the country, wherever you might be, and what a country it is. The country we call Australia, the state of Victoria, the city of Melbourne. We welcome you to The Odds Couple this Saturday morning. It's Randwick Guineas Day, Canterbury Stakes, the Challenge Stakes up in Sydney, the Australian Guineas, the Blamey Stakes. There's Group 1 races everywhere. Talking about Group 1, he loves winning them. He loved winning them. Still didn't make him any taller, but he's not a bad bloke. Morning, Tags. Good morning, Scoop. Talking about Group 1s, you're, of course, multiple Group 1 winning owner as well, <laughs> especially when you do sack me off them. They end up uh, winning Oaks and that. But what a great day we got. A little bit of a, bit of a conjecture in that with the two Guineas being on. Yeah, I don't like that. Don't like it? Australian yeah, like, Guineas, Ramwick like Guineas? the Australian Guineas working into the Ramwick Guineas. So you got and into the, the Canterbury Guineas, in the, into, in the a, into the Derby. Yeah. Yeah. But th- that's, you know, the war of attrition of the New South Wales Victorian competitiveness. Um, we're, we're seeing those, you know, you just love to see those races separated. So, you know, the, the Victorian three-year-olds could whip up to Sydney and, and make the race. You know, because Guineas, I think, is my favourite three-year-old race of the year. Love yeah. it. Absolutely love it. You know, 2,000 metres, first time the horses are getting out to that sort of trip, some of them, and, uh, you know, they're, they're premier three-year-olds going for the derby. I love, for whatever the mature, reason. And I've they're mature too. It. Unlike the spring, they're mature yeah, now, yeah. As, as we saw that Pericles go to another level since he's sort of early three-year-olds. Yeah, correct. The real deal. So, so, he, so, as you say, he always had the ability. He then now becomes mature, and, of course, he... Yep. He, he, he held him up uh, last Saturday, and that's what we know, what we like to see with these late three-year-olds now. A couple of disappointments to start the day. Jesus, two-year-old fields are small in Sydney. They are, aren't they? They can be, and, and the slipper will be Why? full field. Mate, I've got 50 to one cylinder. Of course, the Godolphin truck yeah. driver yep. uh, in the saintly group, of course we are, and uh, he, he tipped cylinder for the slipper. One first up. He's, he can nearly win again today. It's only a two-horse race. It's four horses in it. I reckon it's a two-horse race. Yeah. You know, I, uh, I just, uh, like, I've, I've never seen fields this small going into, you know, the pre, premium two-year-old Because when's a slipper? Three weeks away. Yeah. Like, you know, the, the, the Todman's got one, two, three, five in it. And then the, the Phillies version has got one, two, three, four in it. A nine two-year-old. And then you'll scratch, you, you'll, you'll scratch your head saying, how are you going to get a full field for the slipper, yeah. aren't you? And we're, a soft, so close. we're a soft six, but you wouldn't think a soft six would be turning no. too many off. No, no, no. Well, the field's not scratched. It's it's what they had at nominations, yeah. basically. So, um, and I'll, talking about um, small fields and scratchings, one of your best was out today, oh, Ozapenko. that's the second bit of bad news, Ozapenko. I reckon he's a horse that was, at the end of the spring, was saying, wow, he's a very... Special three-year-old, not a champ, but a special three-year-old, and 
He's not there today. I don't know why. He's just been scratched this morning. Everything seemed in order during the week. Obviously, they accepted. and That's for the Australian Guineas, of course. The right channels, but um, no, of the, he's out of the Ramwick Guineas. Oh, sorry, the Ramwick Guineas. Yeah, the Ramwick Guineas. Well, yeah, too many Guineas on, see? Yeah, too many. See, we, 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 well, or you could say Guinness, and we've probably had too many Guinness this morning. We're not sure what Guinness is going to be run this afternoon or not. But Ozapenko is out, so it brings, obviously, um, Zoo Tiger in to, to be the, the challenger to aft cabin. But I, I thought Ozapenko was going to beat the lot of them. But, um, yeah, so he's out of both Guineas. What was his? Where, where was he looking at though? No, he was running in Sydney. He was always was running. So he yeah, scratched yeah. it. Yeah. Okay. Yep. He was he was running in Sydney. Yeah. That's why I got confused because he's scratching the Australian Guineas as well. Yeah. And what what we can tell you is open up the door now for Cabin. Is that attrition is running in Melbourne? In Melbourne, and not Sydney. Yep. So he's running in the Australian Guineas and not the Randwick Guineas. See the Guineas, mate. They, it's we're, even we're trainers are guineas. confused. Ju- ju- <laughs> what about um? O'Shea's that confused. He, he scratched from both. <laughs> uh, dear me. No, well, Johnny, talking of Johnny O'Shea, geez, he's been in good nick. I, I reckon this is the best he's performed since his Godolphin days. You reckon? Oh, his stable's in good nick. Gee, they're hitting the he's line. He's got a few awesome. winners. He's got a few runners today, too, mm. outside of Ossipenko. No, he certainly has. He's got, I think, got a, a ripping show in the Ramwick. Guineas this afternoon over the 2,000 metres was Zoo Tiger. Zoo Tiger, Ozapenko went over the line together their previous start at Rambic, and I expect them to be going very, very well today. As I reckon the trainer thinks the same thing. Uh, we've always felt him a genuine miler, so uh, this is the first time we've got the chance to run him in a mile at Randwick. Uh He maps very well. He just, you know, lob into that beautiful spot, one out, one back, and... Um, you know, ideally, he's sort of been on an upward spiral after each run. He's improved, and he's improved again after his second up run. So um, it's a really interesting race. There's some really quality animals in there, and of which he is one, you know. Yeah, no, he's certainly one of them. Uh, a, zoo, uh, a zoo star running a mile, that's not going to hurt anyone, is it? No, you wouldn't think so. I think you're he, the breed, you're more of a breeding man. He was an out-and-out champion three-year-old sprinter, zoo star. The way he settles in running, you would think that... Um, that 1,600 metres is going to still be, I reckon, right up his alley. Yeah, he came back underneath Brenton Abdallah when he sort of was made to use him the other day at Rose Hill when Osipenko won that race, and then he just spat the bit out. The, uh, the, the big watch is Alf Cabin. Does he win? And what, what did you make of his last run? Alf Cabin? Cabin? Yeah. Everything that could go wrong did go wrong. It did, didn't it? So you've got to put a line through him. He, he started $1.60, right? Jeez, he was history early. People jump off him quick, yeah. Um, but he slipped at the start, right? And then Timmy Clark was in two minds, what to do? Because mm. he got instructed to go forward on him. Once he sort of half bombed that start by by his hind legs uh, going from underneath him, he was sort of backwards in midfield, out wide, and he didn't know what to do mm. for the first 100 metres, 200 metres of the race. He could see he was in two minds. And then he just used him up, and, and it was just, yeah, he was cooked. Yeah, no, I didn't think he would. I just would have liked him to stay in the race for another 150 yeah. metres. Yeah, he dropped out pretty quick. He was cooked pretty quick. And mm. I thought, oh, wow. So um, I still think he wins. Yeah, well, he, he's got a, an excellent show and plenty of people uh, on your side uh, tags that he can win the Randwick Guineas this afternoon. And one of those people is James Cummings. We've got to be very, very bullish about the way the horse is going because... We are we are we are seeing the the progress of a of a really talented horse. When you get to this top level, it's set weights against three-year-olds. You know, you've got to go 
ride for you more than they go wrong. And good rides in races, you know, great runs in races when you they win you, win you a lot of races. He had a great run in the race fresh up, and he was able to win in, in with in excellent style. I, I, I see the I see the barrier there is uh, is similarly awkward in the Ramwick Guineas as it was in the Hobart Bill. That's all right. Mm-hmm. You have to deal with that. And the horse has got some early pace to be able to blend into the race and put himself there. Yes. Um... James, I don't know whether James knew where he was putting himself then. I think he was getting in and out of the car yeah, and you yeah. know, probably uh, uh, thinking, oh, I've got to talk to him, I've got to talk to him. Oh, what would you, yeah. you ask me again? He, yeah, wasn't he, he draws right. barrier eight now. He was a little bit – he wasn't mm. overly concerned about the gate, but he comes in a barrier eight now out of ten. Which so forward, scratching. they go forward. He'll go forward, yeah. He'll, he'll go forward. Well, I, he's got some I, other great runners, James I'd Cummings. love to know what he's saying about Golden Mile because I've got him in my quaddy and he's up against the spruik. Um, well, I'll tell you what. If you want to know what yeah. he has said about Golden Mile, why don't we listen to what he had to say about Golden Mile? Look, I'm not in the business of making a case for why every one of my runners is going to win on the weekend, but if you wanted to build the case for Golden Mile, yes. you would go and have a look at his second-up run in the, in the Ming Dynasty Stakes last preparation, just prior to the Golden Rose, where he improved vastly on a, on a first-up placing in the up-and-coming and, and, and proceeded to bolt in in the Ming Dynasty. I reckon that's a bloke that uh, thinks the horse can win, doesn't he? Yeah, up against the the Kiwi mayor, Imperatress. Don't forget, he's at open age today, his three-year-old. The soft six is not going to worry him at all, right? As he said, just go back to his second up run when he brained uh, the field of three-year-olds. Last preparation. And you know what? As a, as a smoky, I can't believe he's priced the stablemate Cascadian. Mm. He's in McQuaddy as well. Yeah, Come I, on, take on Imperatress. I think... Can, I think Cascadian will win, and he's he's, he's at twelve dollars. Fifteen. Well, he was fifteen bucks yesterday, so I reckon there's some smart money started to go Cascadian's way, as it should. Uh, you, you just reckon he needs the pace on to um, to be there in the finish. Let's see what the coach says. James Cummings. Cascadian, again. it should just be far too short for Cascadian fresh up. But there's a few things in his favour. One that this is a this is a, a first up run at Randwick and not Caulfield, where you've seen him first up plenty of times before, and it's just he's just run out of. Just run out of time in a shorter home straight to reel them in. Uh, but, he, but if there's a little bit of pressure on, particularly a bit of pressure before the turn uh, with these horses, like we can occasionally see in the Canterbury Stakes, then he can, he can definitely steam home. Yeah, well, that's what we're looking for. If you're a fan of Cascadian, you want uh, Cascadian steaming home. Uh, talking about steaming home, Palele, uh in the in the Challenge Stakes, uh, up against Giga Kick. Ooh, It'll be great, great to see race. Giga Kick back today. But do you give Palele a chance? Has to, first up, Palele. Is he ready, though? He's only had the one trial. That what worries me. Uh, he's won three from five first up. And only the coach would know, won't he? Mm. Let's find out. Well, he's got an excellent fresh record, yeah. having won first up in the past. He did return from his campaign on the Western Front fighting fit. Uh, we gave him a little reprieve there at the foot of the Blue Mountains, which he enjoyed. But he didn't enjoy it too much, and we didn't give him too long. And he, uh, he's been burning around the gallops here, ready to go again. Yep, ready to go again, Palele. Well, I'll tell you who is ready to go <laughs> I'll again. I'll tell you what, sorry, he sounded like he was uh, spelled at Club Med then. <laughs> the foot of the Blue Mountains. We spoiled him, but he didn't spoil him that much. <laughs> no, didn't spoil him that much. I hope Clayton Douglas hasn't spoiled Giga Kick over the over his short This is break. a horse that should be undefeated. Do you reckon? 
Yeah, he probably should have won that sprint race. He hit the line well, didn't he? Had no luck. Yeah. Willow would disagree with me. Yeah. Right? Well. But that was, uh, of course, that was the race, uh, the VRC Classic, won by Rock and Horse and mm. Major Strip run second. Mm. Well, he should have beaten them. Yeah. Well, let's see what Clayton Douglas thinks of uh, the little champ giga kick and what he's going to bring to Ramwick today. Well noted. He's obviously his best swimmer at the 1,200, but um, he's nice and fresh and well in himself. And um, first up at the 1,000 really suits us. And uh, he's obviously been here before, been at Ramwick, so um, he's, he's had a run here. So I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing what he does on Saturday. But he had a trial a pre-going to this. I reckon it was either Woolamai or Belnaring. Do you, do you know which Would have been Belnaring, most likely. Yeah, trained well, at Mornington, usually yeah. it'd be Belnaring. Well, Willow rode him. Craig Williams rode him and they had the the camera on. It was fantastic. Is that right? Because he, he jumped and they settled him back and then he had to go around about eight horses. And it's a tiny track. Yeah, Belnaring, yeah. Tight. But, you know, he, he just kept passing them. And then at one stage he sort of, you literally saw his his head go from one gear to the next gear. He just, just started going fast. It's, it's amazing. It was Sprinters, fantastic They, they drop on you. And then they really let down. Yeah, it's, well, it's, he did. It's and a great just feeling when zoomed they zoomed past three of them, you yeah. know, and and won the trial, and you know, it, it just it, it looked fantastic. But but being that close to watching his head sort of go from you know bobbing up and down Off the bridle to being flatter, yeah. and just you literally saw the felt the horse going faster on the vision. It was geez, it was really good to watch. When Willow asked him to pick him up and and sort of all right, baby, you got to go and extend now, and that's. He picked them up in two strides. As they say in the classics, he picked them up and he spat them out. All right, we know he won the Everest here, right, over 1,200. Is the 1,000 metres going to be a bit too short for him? Is Eduardo going to get too much of a break on him? That's the the thing. This is going to be a cracking race. Whatever he does, he'll improve off anyway. Mm. He he will, but fingers crossed, he just kicks off his, his autumn campaign. With a with a bang because um, it it'd be great to see him uh, great to see him do that. Well, they are big races today. The the Ramwick Guineas, the Canterbury Stakes, the Challenge Stakes. They're all up in Sydney. Two of those are Group One, the Guineas and the Canterbury Stakes, and then the Australian Guineas down here in the Blamey Stakes. Uh, are absolute belters as well. Let's take a quick look at the at the Guineas here. And Jackano brings weight for age form in. Is that good enough form to win it? You'd have to think so. Yeah. Nice three-year-olds. Elliptical. The, the Friedman horse, I love it. Still controversial. One, right. Still controversial whether he um, he would have won that. Gentleman Roy, the protest upheld. I thought it was always going to be dismissed. I still think it should have been dismissed. Mm. But uh, the, he, he's, take that away, he still beat the rest of the field, didn't he? Gentleman Roy? Jack and I. Yeah. Or Gentleman Roy's in today as well in yeah. the blamey. Yep. It's, it's it's just racing everywhere, isn't it? You've got Group 1 horses everywhere. Yeah, if that form's good form and it now separates today to go, yeah. you know, three-year-old going, going for weight for age back to his own age, and then, you know, Gentleman Roy just doesn't want to let horses pass. You know, no. Just keeps finding and finding and finding. There, there, there's a horse uh, in that that's ridiculous odds. I made him my best when he sort of ran under par second half. He pushed Jack and O to a half-head first half. He can't draw a gate in the Guineas. He drew the outside gate in the, in the Caulfield Guineas. He draws the outside gate today in the Australian Guineas, and that's Bank Moore. Mm. I know he only got okay. beaten a length and a half the other day behind um, Elliptical, but it was just it was an ordinary length and a half, mm. considering um, he worked into the race. John McNeil rode him a peach. But uh, I put it down to always forgive a horse, and he was second up. I think he might be the improver out of the race. Not saying he can beat Jack and O, especially with that gate. 
but I think he's one to keep an eye on at that big price. Tuvalu in the blamey? Has to be a chance, doesn't he? Let's hear from Lindsay Smith, his trainer. My focus will be on the all-star mile, so I just brought him back a little bit, uh, took the blinkers off. He also trialled on Monday. It was a heavy track, which was... um, He pulled up good from that. He, too, had a dash up with her this morning. I'm glad I did, because he had just cleaned his wind up a little bit. Uh, I'd say he's got uh, a bit more improvement to come. So hopefully, um, you know, my time will be right on the 18th because, yeah, he's got to go to a different level because a couple of them have had the wood on him. It's interesting listening to Lindsay and, and just looking at where Tuvalu is at. Oh, that, it surprised me the trial on the heavy tri- I thought, wow. Last, last preparation, gentlemen, Roy beat him by three. Mm. He ran second on Gentleman Roy. Yeah, he couldn't pick it up. That's mm. what he said. He's got the wood's got it. A few have got the wood on him. Yeah, I just but thought it might be tough for him today. Mm. I've got him and uh, Gentleman Roy in the quaddy. That's all I've got. Yeah, I think it might be right with Gentleman Roy. I just don't know if. Um, and the other one is pounding. I think it moves. It's, now, it's, I, wanted it's to, I wanted to ask you this. Jamie Carr has run his last three starts. One on her, one on him. Not on him today. She hasn't even got a ride in the race. And Luke Nolan's on him. Why would that be? Why would they be replacing Jamie after winning three in a row on him? Unusual. Yeah, that is. Or she took another ride in the race that didn't accept. Yeah, possibly. Mm. Might get to the bottom of it in the ad break. Well, let's see if you can dig there, you intrepid reporter, you. (laughs) We better take a break and let Tags do his behind-the-scenes work. It's 20 past eight. The Odds Couple, starting your weekend of racing off right. Picking winners with SEN's best tipsters. Yeah, that's us. That's us. And you can also, um, not only with us, but with your mates, you can try sports bets, bet with mates, start a group and build a multi together. Conditions apply. And as always, gamble responsibly. We always, every Saturday morning, we head up to the Sunshine State. Queensland is your place to race this year. And Chris Nelson joins us to give us a, a winner or two for Eagle Farm this afternoon. G'day, Chris. Uh, morning, Simon. Morning, Tags. Hello, Chris. Hi. What do you got going on up there? Uh, much room for a sunny day. It's not too sunny outside at the moment, but the forecast is for a 30-degree afternoon, sunny day, and uh, should be a beautiful day out there at Eagle Farm where the track will be, of course, a good four. Yeah, so I, I went with the, uh, you know, it's always sunny last week, um, up there in Queensland, and he gave me a quick drive-by and said, no, mate, it's overcast. We're expecting a shower or two. Today, I've just stayed right away from the weather. <laughs> well, you would have got it wrong again, probably, because, yeah, uh, as I said, we got we got overcast early and sunny later, so you're on a hiding to nothing there. Uh, oh, well, what, do you, what do you like? Uh, give us something that's uh, not uh, you know, dark and dreary like overcast. Give us a bright and sunny that we can put a few bob on. Well, towards the end of the day, I am keen on a couple, but uh, the prices uh, dried up a little bit from what they were on uh, Wednesday, Thursday. But race seven, number seven, D. Poor. He's a very, very promising horse. He's done the right thing by uh, by us Mm. the last couple of runs. He's got a big, big finish on him. Look, he goes up against Berry Cart. He's got a bit of a spruik. Berry Cart carries the uh, the uncommon James colours. Yep. Uh, he's uh, he's a good horse, Berry Cart, but a little bit of an awkward gait. And I can't say I was wrapped in his trial. Whereas Deepwater's got the race fitness, we'll get that smother uh, from the inside gate. Look, Eagle Farm's a big, wide track with a long run home. I'm sure he'll get into the clear, and if he does, I think he can run them down. So race seven, number seven, Deepwater, 
And one of the most interesting runners all day has to be Halal, race eight, number one. Now with Tony Gollan, oh. uh, mm. as we all know. Yeah, Halal ran second, of course, to uh, to Animo in that size a couple of years ago at Randwick. And he's been a bit iffy ever since. But look, he's won a group two. He's, won, he's placed in a group one since then. Tony Gollan's got a real knack of turning these horses around that come from uh, the southern states. And his trial recently behind Baller was very good. But he'd only have to be... I could even go as far as saying 50% right to beat these, to be just too classy for them. And, and the money has come for him. So I'm pretty confident he'll be winning race eight, number one, Halal. Now, I'll just go back uh, before I go, guys. Race two, number five, Deer Trail. Another one from the Golan Stable. Now, we have these dual races in two weeks, over 1,200 metres. And that will no doubt be the aim for Deer Trail, 1,200 metres suits. But today, over the 1,000 metres at Eagle Farm in a smallish field, I wouldn't be surprised if he ran a good race, but keep a close eye on the market moves. He's around 8.50. If he drifts out, forget about him. Wait for two weeks. If he's supported, I'd say have something each way. Dale Smith is a very interesting engagement for, uh, for Deer Trail. It's really left field. Uh, I would have thought someone like Ange Jones would jump on. Dale Smith, I don't think, he's ever had a ride for Tony Gollan. So uh, that throws me a bit. You know more about Dale Smith than I would, Tags. Yeah, good jockey, mate. Uh, he's just come back from injury, as you're well aware of. Yep. Uh, Mel Taylor is his partner, of course. That's he's right. a trainer up there now. Uh, yeah, both Victorians. Uh, as I said, he was going all right before his injury, was he not? So he yeah, has a he long was. come back. Yeah. So, yeah, it's just an interesting engagement there. So monitor the market moves around Deer Trail. If he's uh, firm or supported, happy to have something each way. Lovely. Uh, Chris O, uh, nice to chat. We'll chat to you again uh, next Saturday morning, and we'll hear you this afternoon, uh, of course, with... Um, with the boys on SEN track. Looking forward to it. Thanks, guys. Have a great day. Chris Nelson joining us there. Race seven, number seven. Race eight, number one is two best. And also keep an eye if there's any market moves for race two, number five. Queensland is racing. The accident continues this week across the Sunshine State. Visit racingqueensland.com.au. Time for us to take a quick news break. On the other side, we'll uh, talk a, a little bit of trots, maybe even a bit of woof woof if we can't get Corey at the moment. He's having a... Give me a little sleep in, Corey. The Odds Couple. Starting your weekend of racing off right. Picking winners with SEN's best tipsters. Yeah, great to have your company. Talking of best tipsters, we're going from the turf. We're going to the trots. And uh, with Lurch having a... Having a little week off. We're not hearing from uh, Lurch this morning. Darren Carroll, who uh, loves his uh, form, does his form very well on the Red Hots, uh, joins us uh, for the first time, I think. First time we've had Darren on board for the Odds Couple this morning. Darren, welcome to you. Thanks, Simon. Uh, good to be here. Yeah. Uh, Melton's where we're, uh, where we're trotting tonight, is it? Yeah, Melton tonight. So I probably plays the undercard to Menangle where the Miracle Mile's on tonight. But there's eight races at Melton, and uh, we have to find some eight, some winners there. What, so what do you like? A couple of races. Um, I've got one at Value and one at um, probably start fairly short. Oh, price. we love but, uh, Value, Bayou, Darren. You've tickled you like my fancy already. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so race six, number twelve, uh, lost four words. Um, this horse is absolutely airborne at the moment, but obviously because of the barrier 12, it means it's come up at a good price. Um, I've mapped the race to be fairly solidly run, so that means there might be some run on. And this horse, seriously, uh, if it gets any luck at all and gets the trail that I think might get in the race, 
uh, it will be sprinting home very, very quickly. So um, at the price, I just think it's worth a bet. Um, $13 and $3 um, each way all day. So have a punt on Lost for Words in race six. Yep. And then the good thing of the night comes up in the last race, um, a horse called Sir Patrick, race eight, number seven. It's third up from a spell. Uh, it hadn't trialled prior, prior to its first two runs. Uh, we had no luck at all. Knights drawn barrier seven. I expect a really aggressive drive. I think he'll push forward. He'll either lead, and if he does find the front, I think it's game over. But I'm not banking on that. I think he'll sit parked in the death seat outside the leader and just be too good. So, yeah, the two bets for tonight. Lovely. Uh, Darren, uh, Carol gives us race six, number 12 each way, at about the $13 at the minute, and race eight and number seven. The good thing for the night. I've got those both right, Darren, haven't I? You have indeed, Sam. Good on you. We wish you well, and thanks for giving us a hand this morning. Have a good day, guys. Good on you, Darren Carroll, joining us there with our Trot segment, Country, country Cups, live at the trotsvision.com.au. Watch Harness Racing Country Cups live and free on Trot's Vision at the trotsvision.com.au. We'll take another break. On the other side, we'll go through the big group races at Randwick, also the Group 2 Challenge Stakes. We'll have a quaddy from Tags for Sydney and then into Melbourne. Uh, we'll uh, have a look at the big races in Melbourne and those market movers for Werribee, Izuzu. More odds couple after the break. It's 25 to 9. The Odds Couple, starting your weekend of racing off-right. Picking winners with SEN's best tipsters. Yeah, welcome back to The Odds Couple. It's 21 minutes to 9 o'clock. We're getting to the business end of the show now. We're heading to Sydney, two Group 1s and a Group 2 in Sydney to help us uh, work through those big races at Randwick this afternoon. It's uh, my pleasure to welcome from Sportsbet, Ryan Ingram, to go through those odds with us. Ryan, good morning to you. Morning, boys. What a great day of racing we've got. Fantastic, isn't it? We're going to kick off our, our little um, uh, viewing of the Sydney races here with the Randwick Guineas. Uh, what are our market movers in that Randwick Guineas? What are they fancying this morning, right? Yeah, obviously there's been a bit of a shake-up there with Ossie Panko coming out this morning, so naturally a lot of horses tightening up there. Uh, the betting's quite interesting. We're not really seeing you know, a big push either way as yet, but your favourite there is the three-aft cabin, who's now into $2.15. Uh, second best backed has been the number four Zoo Tiger at the 480 mark. Then we're looking at number five Machilade around six dollars, but quite even. It was actually Aussie Penko that was heading up the betting in terms of turnover for us, so it's a bit of a shake up with him coming out this morning. Right, uh, we've had Cabin. You could have got as high as two dollars ninety yesterday uh, with the scratching of Aussie Penko. That's uh, is that why he's right into two fifteen, or there has been more support for our Cabin? Yeah, it's pretty much just been because of that scratching and the deductions there. It hasn't hasn't really been a lot of support this morning, but I'd probably expect he does tighten up from that 2.15 now. Yeah. Zoo Tiger? Yeah, Zoo Tiger is 6 to 4.80, but again, that's just uh, a bit of, you know, natural uh, tightening off that scratching, uh, but but has been well supported. I was a massive fan of Wazapenko, uh, obviously not running. Um, the way I see the race, you know, it, it does... That's sort of map for for Af Cabin now, particularly with that with that um, that smaller field. Uh, you know, gives you a, a better chance, I think, of getting across from from Barrier Eight. Um, and you know, the, the horse I 
I think the real danger is Zoo Tiger mm. by Zoo Star and Johnny O'Shea. We heard from him a little earlier. Uh, first time up to this sort of journey with the horse. Um, I, I think he acquit himself pretty well. And the, the horse, other horse I like, if there's r- really good speed on here, is the VRC Derby winner in Manzois. He uh, missed a run the other day. Yeah, first up over a mile. That, I must admit, that doesn't bother me. No. I just reckon he might just smoke the pipe out the back um, and then be wooshka if they if they just do go a bit quick. But how do you see the race? Has there been any money for Manzois there, Ryan? No, he, he's pretty quiet there. It's um, interesting with those Waller runners. There's usually you know a good flood of money when they're right to go. So this might be a, a bit of a build-up for another race in a few weeks' time. Yeah, uh, I, as you said, Scoob, how I see, you I think it's all about Ryan our cabin. Said, then, I, I think you it's know all, what he said. What's that? Inadvertently, it's the first time Ryan and I have worked together. Can't win. Yeah, he's uh, being set for the AJC Derby. Yes. Shut up, you idiot. Stop trying to tip him <laughs> Today's not his day. That's what he said. I think half cabin is the one. Everything went wrong the other day. J-Mac gets back on board. Uh, we, we we know he's been the spruce horse all autumn, uh, and I think he wins. Boys, one I've had a little peanut on. I won't take up too much time, but the one right down the bottom, cut on a dime, coming out of maiden grade. But the way he won, he, he was held up until the 100 metres. And when he got that gap, he just he charged through it. The smaller field will actually suit him with those scratchings. He won't have to get so far back. I don't think he's a bad bet at 51. He's $8.50 to place. Wow. Well, there's one uh, for our our um, value punters out there. Number 14, cut on a dime mm. for Ryan to run a big race in the Randwick Guineas. Let's have a look at the Canterbury Stakes, the other Group 1 race up in Ran- up at Randwick this afternoon. And uh, again, a, a really competitive field with some interesting runners. You know, Cascadia, Notorious, yes. Lombardo, uh, even Old Flame, Imperatree, the, the, the mayor from New Zealand is the one they all want. Yeah, the uh, the damage was done with us in the futures market for Imperatries. We um, put him in, put her in, sorry, uh, late last week, and I think it went in around the $15 mark, oh. and that was just abs- absolutely hammered. Uh, into evens now. Uh, the damage was really done there oh. for us, but she's still been best backed. Uh, even at, you know went up three dollars quickly into two. Touched uh, odds on yesterday, but back out to evens at the moment. Has been a really even betting race. So there's there's money for the two Artorias at six fifty, number eleven Golden Mile at the six dollar mark, uh, and the old timer number one Cascadian around twelve dollars uh, is getting some interest as well. Looks like someone's job's on the line if Imperatrice wins. Yes. Oh, yeah, <laughs> it's amazing how you just mentioned four horses, Cascadian, Artorias, Imperatrice, Golden Mile, first leg of the quaddy, and all those four of mine are in. That's all. I've got gone four horses yep. in that, that okay. league. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Um, One, two, uh, eight, and 11. I wonder if we take any, any line for Artorias off Nature Strip performing so poorly down here um, in the Oakley Plate. I... I you know, both horses travelling to Europe, and mm. and Arturis had a, He's a, up a more right. rigorous campaign over there Correct. than that strip did. Obviously, now a lot younger horse. Well, Zach Purton comes over to rides him from Hong Kong. He he uh, he held himself all right in in uh, Europe, but he's trolled up all right. And that trial, the winners have come out of that trial. Saturday grade winners. So uh, he might be the big big watch here if he jumps with them. Who knows? Does he win? Ryan, your top three in the uh, in the Canterbury Stakes? Uh, look, I think Imperatrice, really hard to beat. She's a, a proper, proper horse. Uh, Golden Mile as well. 
sets up really well here. And, yeah, I've actually had a little bit on Cascadian each way. Mm. Uh, I just thought Imperatrice was too short now. Unfortunately, I'm not allowed to bet with Sportsbet, so I couldn't get that $15. But <laughs> happy to take the 12 with uh, Cascadian. He, he always turns up fresh, and he just always puts in a good run. Correct. Well, following on from your value bet in that, um, um, in that the first of those Group 1 races, I'm going to give you another one here. I reckon Quantico's a real chance of running a drum here. And sitting, what's Quantico sitting with Sportsbet at the moment? Right, uh, at the forty-one dollar mark, been a little bit easy. I, I actually, I was with Quantico last start and probably just got too far back. Mm. Has that big turn of foot? I think does need a good track though. So that that sprinkling of rain they got up there last night, they downgraded to a soft six. It'll be interesting to see if it gets the upgrade by race seven. Yeah, fingers crossed uh, they do get a bit of sunshine at Randwick and, and tighten that uh, track surface up. But Quantico, I think, um, you know, is is one of those horses at those sort of odds that could run into a place uh, up there at Randwick this afternoon. Uh, the Group 2 Challenge Stakes, uh, uh, another um, another really competitive uh, race up at Fleming, up at Randwick. It's at Group 2 level, the Savo. Um, some big-name sprinters back on track, you know, one of them being Eduardo. What are the sort of market movers here? Yeah, this is a cracking race. I mean, it's a group two, but there's some proper group one horses in it. Giga Kick is the favourite at 270, but it has been easy this morning. It, it opened around 2.30 this morning. The sharp punters are stepping in and they're against Giga Kick. I'm not necessarily sure if they're saying can't win, maybe just got a bit too short at 2.30. The one that they've come for this morning has been Eduardo. He's tightened up mm. from five into 460 now. Uh, you know, people talking about whether he's too old, but he flies fresh. He's undefeated at this track and distance. He's the one I like. The soft track helps him as well. Takes what do you like yeah. here? Yeah, Eduardo, it, as you say, the soft track helps him. Giga kick. The 1,000 metres might be a little bit too zippy for him. The big watch is the seven passive-aggressive. Oh, for Graham Beck? Yeah, yes. uh, yeah he's, he's been pretty pretty even, nine into eight. Um, but, yeah, just a real untapped talent, that mm. horse. It'll be, and Geordie Childs travels up to ride, so that's a really good sign. Trolled up really well for it as well. He's a, he's a big watch. Your quaddie for Sydney? Quaddie for Sydney. Yeah, it's it's only a, a light quaddie. Uh, I've gone one, two, eight, and 11 in the first league, as I said, uh, you know, Artorias, Cascading, Golden Mile, and the and Imperatrice. I've gone F cabin, one out. Uh, my best bet of the day comes up in race nine, Roots. I think she, she wins that. Everything um, everything that's first up are stayers. And the ones that have had runs and have got the fitness edge, that they haven't got the ability to beat her. So I've gone two, one out as well. So one, two, eight, and 11, into three, into two. And we come home with one, two, four, nine, 10, and 13. One, two, four, nine, 10, and 13. And that's $24. Okay, there's uh, Tags' uh, Quaddy for Sydney. One, two, eight, 11. Three, one out, two, one out, and then one, two, four, nine, ten, and 13. thirteen. Time for us to break. Take a break. Ryan, stay with us. We'll come back on the other side. Thanks to Werribee Isuzu Ute, they make buying cars easy. And have a look at Flemington, the two group races there today, the Australian Guineas, the Blamey Stakes, and, of course, the uh, Quaddy, the all-important tags as Quaddy, uh, to give us a few uh, bob by the end of the day. It's 11 minutes to nine. The Odds Couple, starting your weekend of racing off-right.
picking winners with SEN's best tipsters. Yeah, from Ram Week, let's head to Flemington. A big day out there at the uh, course of history with the Australian Guineas and also the Blamey Stakes. Uh, the Australian Guineas are a ripping race for the three-year-olds over the 1,600 metres. We've got Jack and O coming back from uh, Wait for Age in fantastic form and uh, now taking on his his three-year-old uh, compatriots, Elliptical, Mr Maestro, Bankmuir that uh, tags, gives a bit of a, a show to uh, attrition for young Mitch Friedman down there at Ballarat Legato, uh, joining us from uh, New Zealand, bringing some ripping form over. So there's plenty there, Ryan. What's the market telling you this morning of who they're fancying in the Australian Guineas? Uh, it looks like the favourite Jack and O is the one. As soon as betting opened, he was the one they wanted to back. He's uh, tightened up from 250 to 240 this morning, so the money keeps coming for him. Outside of that, it's really, it looks like the market's right. Um, number two, Elliptical at $5, the second best backs. Then on the third line, number 14, Attrition at 850, and it's sort of just flowing in market order in, turn of, in terms of how the money's coming in. So I don't think there'll be a big shake-up in terms of odds uh, as we get closer to the race. Um, the 15 Legato, the Kiwi filly, uh, there was a bit of specking for her um, in the futures markets. Uh, she's out to $9 now. Yeah, yeah. Uh, been really well backed, is actually going around as the worst result in our book. Yep. Um, but yeah, she, she's definitely a, a chance in this race. Now, you mentioned a little earlier tax, Bank Muir. Bank Muir, $34, 33 to 1. A, a bit of a show. Tell us the game, why? First up, he was huge. He, he just lost the bob of the head uh, with Jack and I first up. They were both first up. He then went to Flemington. He was favourite. Um, Disappointing. Got beaten a length and a half behind Elliptical, though, right? But it was a battling sec- uh, length and a half. Elliptical came from behind him. He draws 17 now. He, he, he drew the outside in the in the Caulfield Guineas, draws the outside in the Australian Guineas. Um, as I said, went around favourite, now finds himself at 33 to 1. Mm. Huge overs. But got to, got to find some luck from out there, doesn't Got it? to find over, some over luck. Over the mile, yeah. drawing wide, it's, Correct. It's, it's pretty tough, isn't it? Correct. That's the thing. Yeah. Um, you're, it, it, you're a Jack and O fan or an elliptical yeah, fan? Yeah, I'm a Jack and O fan. I have thrown Bank Miller into the quaddy just in case of some miracle. Mm. And if it happens to win, you'll kick yourself. I did make him my best last start, and he was he, he was underwhelming. Put it that okay. way. Ryan, what do you uh, what do you think on top and uh, the mm. biggest dangers to your fancy in the Australian Guineas? Yeah, I I had Jack and O on top, but I marked him pretty much spot on what he is in the market. So I'm staying out, not having a bet. I was. Half with tags with Bank Muir, I sort of found him as as a bit of an over, but I just think from that barrier, he's, mm. he's probably going to go back to last. Um, the word we're getting from from the track is there's a bit of a, a tailwind in the straight there, which actually favours those horses up front, so it is harder to make ground. So interesting race. Um, elliptical might, you know, it'll need the luck from that draw, but it'll be you know ahead of Jack and Owen running. So if, if they get the breaks, he he might be the one to catch. Yeah, it's for people scratching their head and saying, well, it need luck from barrier too. He's a horse that naturally gets back and he'd be worse than midfield. So that's why he'll have a wall of horses in front of him. So that's you're sticking with Jack and O? Yeah, I don't mind Jack and O. Bank Muir at well over the odds. Okay, Jack and O, Bank Muir, the value in the Australian guineas, the challenge stakes. Let's have a look at that. What have they been saying in the markets? The blamey stakes. Oh, the blamey, sorry. Yeah. The blamey, yeah, this is such a good race. Um, 
Number four, Gentleman Roy is your favourite at 290. He's been pretty firm around that mark, but he is best backed with us. He he looks the one for me. I really, really, really like him. He's so tough. I mean, lost the awe on protest last start, but I think, you know, he just hates horses running past him. So I think if Jack and O had a kick, he would have gone again. Uh, second to him on the betting, we've got number six pounding at $8. He's been really well supported. And then, of course, number one, Tuvalu at $4.50. He's been well backed as well. Uh, a bit of a roughie that they're, they're backing is the stable mate of Gentleman Roy, number nine, Sosie Bond yeah, at Sosie. $23. You'd love for that horse to win, wouldn't you, Scoop? Sosie Bond. <laughs> He's an old favourite. What do you think of Tech? Now, I've got the bottom of uh, why Nolan is on pounding and Jamie Carr hasn't got a ride. And that's because uh, Luke has been... Uh, uh, Jamie's committed to Thunderstruck in the yep. All-Star Mile. So they need another rider for pounding in that All-Star Mile. And Luke's going to ride it. Hence that. I've gone Tuvalu and Gentleman Roy just there. The only two in the quaddy. Uh, Tuvalu will be tracking up Gentleman Roy everywhere it goes. Whether he's going to be good enough to pass him, I don't know. Yeah, I love pounding's form yeah. leading in. Obviously, Gentleman Roy, hard to get past, but... Uh, I think Pounding may be able to do it at the end of the day. Ryan, uh, great to have your company this morning. Ryan Ingram joining us on behalf of Sportsbet. Um, have a good day. Let's hope uh, a few Bob jumps in, eh? You too, boys. Hope you get plenty of winners. Thanks, Ryan. Ryan Ingram joining us there. Tags, your Melbourne quaddy? Uh, quickly, 1-6-15-16-17. 1-6-15-16-17, the English sprint wide open. 1-2-7-15. 1-2-7-15 in the Guineas. 1-4. In the blamey and one four eight on the way home. One four and eight on the way home. Pinstripes resuming, I think, is a big chance in the last. My best of the day comes up in Sydney. Roots. Roots for in tags in Sydney. Those quaddies will all be on our socials. Up next on SEN eleven sixteen is off the bench hunting and pickers, of course. And don't forget uh, winners with Gareth Hall features on SEN track this morning. Great to have had your company. Have a ripping Group One day of racing here in Australia at Flemington and Randwick.